Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods at Moving and Storage Studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I am your host today, Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality and best-selling author, taking your calls all across America. It's a free call anywhere in the country at 888-825-5225. And I figured in this hour, I want to ask all of our callers that call in one pain point when it comes to buying food. So with inflation and everything going on, I feel like the number one question I get when I'm out or on social media is around saving money when it comes to food. So whether it's grocery shopping or out to eat, So we're going to play that little game with all the callers this hour. So first up, we have Ricky in Phoenix up first. So, hey, Ricky, welcome to the show. Hi, uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Absolutely. Okay, so I just kind of threw this curveball on you, Ricky. Do you have a great money-saving hack when it comes to food before we get to your question? Um, Gosh, well, I'm actually, we're really, really blessed. Um, We are on... Uh, get EBT, get food stamps right now. So that's kind of how, what we're using to supplement. Oh yeah. Being able to pay for our food every month. And it's, um, I know obviously it's not like a long-term solution, but yes. in the meantime, it's just really been able to help us and it's been such a blessing. Yeah. Well, that's great. And especially for people, if they have a change of season or something for that's yes. And then to look mm-hmm. forward to kind of be that bridge totally. in their stage of life. That's so great. Okay. That's so Perfect, Ricky. Thanks so much. All right. What's your question today? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So just a little bit of background. Um, So my husband and myself and my two children, we are living at home with my dad right now. Um, We do do pay him rent. Um, It's very reasonable. Um, But other than that, I feel like we don't have like a ton of huge expenses. Um, And so my husband, he actually just received um, an injury settlement check in the amount of um, $75,000. Oh, wow. Um, Is he okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So he's he's okay now and is fine. He's able I'm to so work sorry. And, um, you know, has a good standard of life. He still has like pain, but you know, for the most part, um, he yeah, he is good. Okay. Good. Um, yeah. And so, so for with that, I mean, we you know we're living with my dad, and really our goal is we would love to be able to buy our own home, um, but just like in Phoenix and where we're looking with the house prices, even if we put like a twenty percent down payment. Yeah, we can't even afford a mortgage, like a thirty-year mortgage, let alone a fifteen-year fixed mortgage, on my husband's income, what it is right now, um, and it just feels, you know, really discouraging. And I know a lot of people feel that way right now, but um, and the, just the thought of having to save, you know, another fifty, one hundred seventy-five grand, you know, whatever it would need to be to get that mortgage, sure. and twenty-five percent of our take-home pay, it just feels like really okay, so what do you guys? What do you guys make a year? Possible. So he last year he grossed um, forty eight thousand dollars, and then this year he's projected to make closer to fifty five thousand. Fifty five thousand, okay, okay. And you guys are you're yeah. living with your dad, you're paying rent, but you guys really want to do be out on your own. Do you have kids? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have two. We have a well, we have a, a baby. He's turning one on oh, Thursday, yeah. and then an almost three year old. Okay, um, two boys. <clears throat> Okay. Um, and so I guess my question is, if, if it would be a good idea for us to put money into dividing my dad's house to make it like a more sustainable living situation long term and kind of plan to just stay here for the remainder of my dad's life mm-hmm. or and then if that's not a good idea, kind of um, secondly, where should we park that money in the meantime? We, we currently we just have it in our money market account at our local bank. 
Yeah. But we're, I'm just wondering if maybe there's something that is like more of like a short term investment CD or sure. um, something like that that would be better. Yeah, it's a great it's a great question. And I know so many people want to be homeowners. I mean, I feel like this is such a it's the American dream, right? And we talk about it a lot on this show. But that but the yeah. point is that math has to work for you guys, Ricky. And with the income that you guys have, which is fine. I want you to have a house not only that you can save up the down payment for, but the, that you guys can sustain that this that the mortgage won't be, you know, a huge part of your take home pay, that it's gonna be something that you guys actually see as a blessing and it doesn't end up being a curse and a burden. And so you have to be able to look yeah. at the price points of your income. And that's that's the starting point. It's, and I think some people will jump to the house first and they're like, okay, what's the kind of mm-hmm. house we want? Let's figure out how to make our life work with that house. Where sometimes that's backwards. You guys have to look at your income and say, okay, we're making $55,000 a year. What can we afford with that income? And letting that be the springboard to the math, which means it may not be a huge house. It may not even be a single family home. Maybe it's a town home. Or maybe it's a condo yeah. for a bit. But I think getting in the market is a great goal for you guys. Are you, do you guys have consumer debt? So, no. We had, like, a, a really small amount of kind of, like, non-traditional debt that my husband actually, he we went to pay it yesterday, and then like, there was an issue. So he's actually going to pay that today. And that was, like, a little under $10,000. Okay. And so, and that's it. And then do you guys have any other savings besides? Um, and so then we, that- had, we had about $10,000 in savings as well that we had. Um, okay. and, then we, and we both have paper cards and we don't like use credit cards really. Um, we just had a couple ones that we were using to kind of build our credit, but we don't keep a balance. It's just like we use this pair internet, you know, and that's it. Okay. Well, what I would recommend, Ricky, is I feel like you guys, it's a, it's your you're kind of dabbling in one area that you have this money over here, all of it. And I think getting everything together and looking at a holistic picture is going to help you guys. So I want you to stay on the line and Austin will pick up. And I want you guys to go through Financial Peace University and your husband together, because what it's going to help you do is not only see, hey, our day-to-day life, like even you saying, yeah, we have credit cards, but we pay you know, bills with those and we pay it off every month. Like even having these lines in the sand when it comes to your money and the way you view your money is going to be so helpful. And so being able to get debt completely out of your life, having that emergency fund, which is that $10,000, which is great. And then saying, okay, beyond that, we want to save up for a down payment on a home. And that can be your next goal. And I think that it can be great. It may not be the house that you want to live in forever, but I do think that's something that you guys can start to work towards. And with the money that you have, the $75,000 from his claim, yeah, I would put it in a high yield savings account or a money market account. If you guys know in the next probably five years, we're going to be buying something. But I think that being your next big goal is great. But again, Ricky, okay. I would encourage you guys to work around what you make though. Don't, and it's gonna, and it might be discouraging. You might be like, gosh, that is not the kind of house that we thought we'd have or that we wanted. Yeah. But I want you guys to get into this home. Again, it may not be the home that you wanted, but at least it's home ownership and it's what you guys want. And it's reasonable. It's a reasonable percentage of your take-home pay because that's going to be the biggest that's going to be the biggest boundary you're going to have to set in your in your mind and in your heart and expectations when you go in and start yeah. shopping for a home. Yeah, we were actually we were almost we were in escrow to buy a house and then we ended up backing out of the sale because it was going to be I mean it wasn't going to be anything like the Ramsey principles. I listen to you guys yeah. the podcast literally every single day when I drive and so we just actually ended up backing out of that sale. And Which so is, then we were kind of wondering about putting money into my dad's house to make yes. it, you know, to divide the house. If that yeah. And you idea. can do that. I mean, you know, depending on the health of your, of your dad, I would hate to like, just wait around, you know, to, to be a homeowner with his passing. I think you guys as a family, 
can actually have a goal in place and actually start working for it. I'd get your income up uh, for your husband and do what he can if that means even shifting a little bit of career choices, but to be able to bring in some of that extra money and that you guys really do leave and, and do your own thing. And then when he does pass, if the house is in the will and all that, you can talk about that further. But I think for now, that's a goal for you and your family. So thanks, Ricky. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. And if you guys enjoy this show and you're a listener on the regular, whether it's on podcast or radio or YouTube, please consider sharing it. I think this is one of the best ways for people to learn about it and hopefully take control of their money and, and find some peace when it comes to their life, whether that's in their relationships, their career, uh, their marriage, their friendships, and also with their money. So again, uh, leave a review, share the show, rate the show, all of it. It really is helpful in the algorithm of, of life and media. Uh, it is so, so helpful. And I, and I find always for me, whenever someone recommends a podcast or a book from, and it's a friend, I'm usually up to actually do it. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to listen to that. Uh, so your friends and family will listen to you people, I promise. So share, share uh, the Ramsey show with them so that hopefully again, they can have some peace when it comes to their money. All right. Up next, we have Deborah in Orlando. Hey, Deborah, welcome to the show. Hi, Rachel. Good to be here. Yes. Well, thanks for calling. Okay. So I, I threw this curveball in the first segment uh, to ask all the callers, do you have any money saving hacks when it comes to food? Because this is the that's the one budget buster for so many people, and it's been affected by inflation so much. Do you have any tips? Uh, so my big one that I've used that's been a huge money saver for me is I actually do a meat subscription box. Oh, yeah. So I get my meat, and because it's I'm a single mom and it's me and my two-and-a-half-year-old, we like our, it stretches over like three months, and so I'm getting my money's worth out. So smart. Do you freeze the stuff that you don't use, obviously? Yeah, and they come like packaged up into like pound segments, so I can yes. just take like it's fantastic. Okay, and it's a great and it's a better price than just going and buying it at the at the store when you need it. Yeah, for for me in Florida, it absolutely is. <laughs> yes, okay, the meat subscription. Well done, Deborah. That's a great tip. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> okay, so yeah. so what's your question for today? Uh, so I'm in the beginnings of a surrogacy journey, uh, and I'm going to be getting in extra income. Um, I'm not sure if I should be incorporating it into my budget once because once it fully starts, I'll have set dates of getting paid or if I should just take it as like extra commission bonus money and use it that way. Okay. Do you, where are you financially? Do you have debt? Do you have any savings? Um, I have my starter emergency fund and I am gazelle intense getting my $12,600 paid off by the end of August. $12,600. So great. How much have you paid off so far? Uh, the on and off gazelle intensity, it's been, I've paid off about $13,000 over Good the years. Good for you, Deborah. Well done. That's awesome. Okay, so how much will you be getting for this? What are the payments? What's the schedule and how much money will be with each payment? 
So the payments baseline are right around $3,500. Okay. Um, but there's different segments where like in month three, they're going to send me extra money for a maternity wardrobe. The last uh, five months, if I'm carrying twins, I get an extra like $5,000. So there's oh, wow. a little bit of variation. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So will you know ahead of time, though, how much it will be? Yeah, the only unsure factors is if like I go on bed rest and they'll cover lost wages. I won't know that until I go on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. No, that's great. So yeah, so I would honestly see this more as a bonus uh, because your current job that you're in, you're able to live off of that, correct? Your current income? Yeah, I actually, yeah, I just got full time and I doubled my income. So I, oh, wow. I did my expense report and I'm able to pull an extra like $3,000 to pay towards debt. That's awesome. Okay. So I would just look at this. Yes, it's going to be technically income, but I would throw it at your baby's step. So I would just see this as like a bonus every three months and use it to attack your debt or to save up for your uh, three to six months of expenses for your emergency fund. Okay. That's wonderful. How did you get into this, into this journey? What was the motivation for you? Um, being someone who's kind of always been a slave to debt, I've just, I've never had the ability to give financially to help other people. And it's something God put on my heart that was like, Hey, you could give your body. You really enjoyed being pregnant. You could help mm. another family. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, well, let's that's, do that. Yeah. And that's it. That's a gift for people. I know people that have gone through that journey um, before. So you definitely are offering something really um, wonderful to a family. So that's, that's awesome, Deborah. So yeah, again, I would just use that extra money from those payments and throw it at your baby steps and continue it on. So um, I pray that it all goes well and health for you and the future baby and everything. So that's great, Deborah. Thanks for calling. All right, up next, we have Hudson in Portland. Hey, Hudson, welcome to the show. Hi, glad to be on here. Thanks. Okay, I'm going to throw my question at you that I asked Deborah earlier. Do you have any Do you have any grocery savings hacks or food saving hacks, Hudson, to, to save some money during this time? Um, so it, it's kind of, kind of obvious. Um, but buying in bulk is what, uh, my family has always done. Um, is it, and then the important thing about it though, is like, uh, you know, you run into Costco or Sam's club or something and you see, you know, uh, bulk, bulk amounts of, of, uh, things that perish easy. You got to make sure you're buying bulk for y your household size. So it might yeah. be tempting to get, you know, five loaves of bread for, you know, like, how however much bread costs now, but for a really good price. But then it's like, oh, if you only got you know four people in the house, you're not running through five loaves of bread every That's week. True, yeah, you're, you don't want to go to all waste. Away. Yeah, for sure. But buying in bulk, that is when you can look at the price per ounce and all of that, especially the stuff that doesn't go bad. Uh, I'm a huge yeah. fan of that. That's so good. Okay, awesome. So what's your what's your question today? So my question today is, I'm about to. Uh, my wife and I are about to pay off our uh, our last piece of credit card debt. We only have nice. about seven hundred and fifty dollars left on that. Congrats! Um, and then I've got a uh, some student loan debt that's about two thousand five hundred dollars, and then we have a uh, vehicle loan for thirty two k. And so basically what I'm wondering is with student loan uh, interest rates still being frozen right now, should we focus on paying off the, the truck as fast as possible or should we, or should I go ahead and just get my student loans done and out of the way? Yeah, I would go ahead and get your student loans out of the way because what we've found with debt payoff is it's actually less about interest rate and math and it's more about behavior. I mean, you guys, you're, I can hear your excitement in your voice now of like, oh my gosh, we only have $750 left to pay on this credit card. And there's just something about the momentum and the progress 
that you create in life that you're like, oh, I, it, it's amazing the momentum that happens when you just don't have all these other payments going out. So financially, it's that snowball effect of having more and more money to throw at the car because that is going to be your largest debt. So teaching people to pay off the smallest debt first, regardless of the interest rate, is the way we've seen it be most effective. So honestly, I would for sure pay off that credit card, that 750 knock out that student loan, get it paid off, and it's just going to feel better. You're going to feel this weight really lifted off of even having that amount of debt paid off, and then I would go after the truck. So uh, for the truck, how much do you guys make a year? Um, so combined, it's uh, roughly, uh, if I did my math right, 70K a year. Okay. And does your wife have a car? Uh, no, she does not. Okay, so you guys are a one a one-car family. Right. Okay. Because you're kind of right at that cusp. We always say if you can't pay off the car in 12 to 18 months, you may have just too much car. So I want you guys to kind of run the math out and make sure that you guys are able to to cut your lifestyle in order to pay this off. But if you feel like you're going to be mm-hmm. having this for three more years, it's it's honestly not, not worth it uh, to keep the truck. So you may want to look at even mm-hmm. selling it. And our rule of thumb too is not to have anything with motors and wheels that's over 50% of your take home pay per year, your income. And so right. you're kind of bumping up a little bit against that with this truck. So just a couple of things to think about. I think um, if you guys can knock it out and do some side hustles and get rid of this truck quickly, uh, then you can keep it. But if it feels overwhelming and it feels like a lot, you would you might consider selling it. Right. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's why I was doing a ton of research before, you know, getting myself into this into this mess. I'm like, am I going to am I going to feel overwhelmed or, you know, uncomfortable and living super paycheck to paycheck? But uh, we're still able to to feed and and house ourselves uh, with uh, even with the the truck payment on here. Um, I have been selling like crazy, though, um, that. I'd say get that credit card knocked down, selling some other just stuff around the house that I don't need. Yeah, that's um, awesome. So that's that's what's really uh, helped me, you know, yeah. close out credit card debt. That's great, Hudson. Well, you guys are on the journey. You're on it. So yeah, hit that student loan next after the credit card, and then start working to pay off the truck. Uh, but if it just gets really annoying, and you're like, man, we just want to be debt free faster, you can always sell the truck, buy buy a clunker, as we say, and then go back and save up and pay cash later. This is the Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I am Rachel Cruz hosting this hour because most of our team 
is out of town. So all of the other Ramsey personalities that you hear on this show, including Dave Ramsey himself, they are all out. Most of them are in Southern California, Anaheim, to do our Building Wealth event. So we travel all, the, all over the country doing uh, different events depending on the season. And this season we've been doing Building Wealth. So we were in Indianapolis and Austin, Salt Lake City, and now the team is in Anaheim. So I pulled some strings texted a few people that I know and I thought how fun would it be for some of them to call in I tried to convince Dave so we'll see if that ends up happening in the show to call in and tell us how it's going on the road and just to talk about things that are going on in our economy so I I, this is like a first time I think but we got we got Kenneth Coleman old Ken Coleman on the line hey Ken hey Rachel how are you I'm doing well you're two hours behind so did you are you did you sleep in no, as a matter of fact, uh, the old body clock won. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I wish I wish I could have slept in, but uh, I think it was about 5.30 in the morning, uh, my body was like, let's go. Let's uh, go. Because I was sleeping in Central Time. But I got to tell you, I'm in my room here in Anaheim, and I'm overlooking Disney. Oh, uh, no way. So Y'all's hotel is right by Disneyland. That's where we are. Uh, so anyway, fun times, and uh, we miss you out here for sure. I know. Well, I'm holding it down here in Nashville in the studio all by my lonesome, but that's fine. You're doing great. So y'all are excited about building wealth tonight. Y'all will have yeah. how many? Probably 2,000 people out there? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be over 2,000 people packed out and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Always great to be out on the road and meet people and, and uh, you know, help them and give them hope that uh, despite the uncertainty of our economy, that uh, they can control their life. So always a great time. So good. Well, the uncertainty of the economy, it's its everywhere, Ken. I feel like I turn on the news or think, you know the app on my phone comes up and the word recession is happening, that like the GDP dropped again, inflation is still all over the place. So what are things that you're seeing? Because you talk to people all the time about being in a career that, that they love and that they're really good at and kind of meeting all those passions together. But the job market is affected by things going on right now in the economy too. Well, there's no question. So let's talk about your money. And that's what we're about on the Ramsey show and what it uh, means to your job when you've got a potential recession looming. So as you said, GDP dropped uh, for a third straight month and we are now seeing inflation starting to tick back up a little bit. And now what the big concern is, is with the Fed meeting tomorrow as we speak, most people believe they're going to do a 10th consecutive rate hike, a quarter point, and everybody's kind of watching to see, will this be the end uh, or at least a pause for rate hikes? Now, Jerome Powell, the Fed chair, has said, Rachel, that part of the strategy of raising interest rates is they want to see the employment market soften. And what that means is unemployment rate goes up. We're still at 3.5%, but the latest job data came out this week that we saw less jobs open. So we saw a contraction. Mm. Companies aren't opening as many jobs. Now, here's where that puts us. That does lean us toward a recession, most people think, in the third or fourth quarter. Nobody knows how big it will be, but this is what it means to you, the person out there who's going, what about my job and my income and winning with money? When you see recession reports start to pop up more and more, and I think you'll see that in the next month to two months, you will start to see layoffs, and you could see the unemployment rate jump. And, so if that and that's happens, because companies are, are, are cutting where they can that's to right. continue well, with going, cash flow. We don't know how bad it's going to be. That's yeah. right. And yeah. so it's almost like when, when we in our own personal budgets, 
when we sense that there's going to be more expenses, what do we do? We hopefully tighten down everything. And that's the advice here today. We don't know how bad the recession is going to be. We don't know when it is going to be. But what we know is, is that we can be recession-proof. And uh, you certainly understand that. We've got to cut our unnecessary expenses. We've got to keep dropping debt as fast as we can. And then we've got to increase our income. And here's the good news, Rachel. We are in a very good part-time job, side hustle economy, freelance economy. And I would be making as much money as possible, uh, saving if you're out of debt, or killing debt, reducing those household expenses, so that if you are laid off, you've got a plan. And that's the key. I want people to understand that you don't have to be victim to a recession and to your company laying you off. You can get ahead of this and be ready. Yeah, because, I mean, I was in the lobby earlier, and there was a guy, and he said he paid off almost $100,000 delivering pizzas. Like, it's yeah. it's I mean it, it's it's proof that there is availability to go and make money doing things that are not just your typical nine to five job uh, that people think you know when they hear the word career they may have this just like stereotype in their head of yeah that's going to an office and it's nine to five uh, but the world we live in now I mean it's it, it's so different like there are so many things you can even just piece together if you needed to for a season and actually make yeah. great income and I think that's what's encouraging to people is. You know, it used to be like, oh, yeah, well, if you did a certain level of job, you're not going to make much. But that's kind of just exploded, I feel like, in the sense of it's amazing what people are paying, what employers are paying employees uh, for even these side hustles. Well, you're absolutely right. I'll give you four quick ones. So I just pulled up some information from all the different job sites out there, and I just did an aggregate, okay? And so let's talk about personal driving. Now, these are in areas where if you live in a wealthy area, in a metropolitan area, even if you're in the suburbs, people are looking for personal drivers. Okay, this isn't isn't delivering pizza. This is driving, delivering food, uh, and or uh, driving errands and things like that for people that are wealthier. You're looking at about $20 per hour average. Nannies right now and babysitting, you know this, all-time highs. An average salary across the country of about $20 an hour in some form of nannying. Freelance work. Let's take a skill that you have right now in your current job. Can you offer yourself online after hours as a freelancer? The average freelancer salary right now, $22 an hour. And then one more, tutors. You can't believe how online tutoring has exploded because you can tutor anywhere. The average tutor right now in the country is making about $24 per hour. So those are examples of what you just brought up, that in any economy, certain or uncertain, if you are willing to put in the work, you can stack money up to, again, get rid of debt, uh, to save, and be recession-proof. That's it's good. It's all up to you. Yes, it's so good, Ken. And kind of talk to the person that may feel hesitant at times, because I feel like if you're used to a certain path when it comes to your career, especially before COVID, and everything has shifted, so whether you've shifted jobs or you've lost your job, if you're going to be somebody that's going to be affected by this, even in the third and fourth quarter— there's no job that's beneath you. And you're you're really great at kind of hitting this right on, Ken, because of how important it is that it's like, put your ego aside. Like there's going to be seasons of life that you just need to do what you what you need to do to get that margin and to get that peace of mind. Yeah, that's a really good point. It does not matter what the job is. What matters are the results of the job. And if you are making extra money to put you and your family in better financial situation, to achieve financial peace, to be recession-proof, to take care of very important unforeseen medical expenses. Work is worthy, and it doesn't matter what you look like, smell like, 
What matters is that you're making money for the important things in your life. All work is honorable. And I think it's a very important point and no one else cares. Everybody else got their own problems. But if you are out there doing what it takes to get out of debt, to, to create that emergency fund, that full emergency fund to create so much peace in your life, to take care of some unforeseen medical expenses, to, to make a move for your child uh, when they need maybe some special help in school or whatever. That is what you're focused on, the result of the work, not the work itself. Yes, that's so good. And not to let words like recession and these scary headlines that could be everywhere and could actually paralyze people, freak people out, and they make bad decisions because of this fear to actually focus on what's going on in your home and even the examples you just gave of, you know, actual needs that families have. And so focusing on you and your household uh, is so key during times that feel uh, all over the place and that fear can take over. So Ken, thanks for calling in all the way from California. I wish you guys the best at the event tonight. If you're in Anaheim, there might still be some tickets that might be sold out, but you can check RamseySolutions.com and the team's over in Anaheim, California for our Building Wealth event tonight. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. We just got off the phone with Ken Coleman, uh, one of our Ramsey personalities that's out in California doing our Building Wealth event. And if you guys love the stuff that he talks about on The Ken Coleman Show or read his books, he's actually going to be in Chicago, Atlanta, and Dallas in May doing the Career Breakthrough events. And these are smaller events, so tickets are limited. So make sure to go to RamseySolutions.com slash events to uh, if you're in that city or want to travel to one of those cities and to listen to Ken because he has some so much great stuff to say when it comes to your passions and your career. So people are either naturally a spender or a saver, and I'm definitely a spender. So having any cash on hand is something that I love that I can use to, you know, go out to eat, buy something, shop. That's one reason I'm so excited to announce our Ramsey Cash giveaway. It is back. So this is your chance to win up to $500 to $3,000, which is our grand prize. And it's really easy to enter. All you have to do is go to RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway, and you can increase your chances of winning by entering every single day. No purchase necessary, but you must be 18 or older to win. And we're not stopping there. If you love a good sale, we have our $10 sale going on. It's kind of the infamous Ramsey Solutions sale where a lot of our products over 30 products are only $10. So this is everything from questions for humans, uh, Dr. John Deloney's products, some of his books, Dave Ramsey's newest best-selling book, Baby Steps Millionaires, my book, Know Yourself, Know Your Money, and even more. So again, 30 items there in the Ramsey Solutions store online are just $10. And a lot of people buy this stuff for themselves. They buy it for people to give away. But go to RamseySolutions.com and check out the $10 sale today. All right, it is a free call anywhere in the country at 888-825-5225. And up next, we have Nathan in Indianapolis. Hey, Nathan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on, taking a my call. Absolutely. Okay, so before we get to your question, we've been asking people this hour if they have any tips when it comes to saving money on food. So whether that's groceries or going out to eat, because with inflation and food on the rise, it's always the biggest budget buster category, so... I'm kind of putting you on the spot, Nathan, but do you have any tips when it comes to saving for food? I 100% do, and that is shop at Aldi 
for yes. everything because really? Aldi is the greatest <laughs> store in the history of the world um, for people trying to save money. Uh, and, and the food is still great quality. So Aldi, yes. that's a shameless plug. No, I love it. And you know, it's funny on my show, the Rachel Cruz show, I, that's one of the places I always say, I tell people to go. I'm like, go to Aldi. And because you do, you save so much on your grocery bill to the point that people are like, are you sponsored by Aldi? I was like, nope, but I should be because I promote it all the time. So we are on the save wave wavelength there, Nathan. That's great. Great tip. All right. So what's your, what's your question today? Well, my question is in relation. So my wife and I, we have two debts left. Um, we have a car loan that is $9,500 uh, interest rate of 6.99% the fixed rate. That's important to the second part of this question. Our other debt is um, uh, my wife's student loan, which we have $22,500 left on, but it is on a variable interest rate, which is currently at 14.75% and has been climbing at about 0.25% a month. And I know I'm supposed to be focused on that smaller one, but watching the interest rate and therefore the monthly payment go higher every month on the other one is really starting to um, eat at me a little bit. And so I was curious if there are like, is consolidation a possibility to get uh, just a fixed interest rate with the two of these, even though my name is not on my wife's student loan, um, just so we can uh, keep, cause it feels like we're just working against ourselves with that interest rate going up, meaning the payment going up and we is don't it a, have- Is it a private loan? It is. It's a private okay. loan through a uh, Sally May. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we only, our salary is, uh, I'm a youth pastor. We make $48,000 a year. And so when those payments go up, we start to notice it and lose some of that extra money that we want to throw uh, at the car debt. Yeah. Um, and so we tried to refinance um, her student loan, but she has uh, a, couple of marks of delinquency on her credit due to some accounts that her mother opened without her knowledge back oh my when gosh. she was a senior in high school. Um, so uh, I, I believe those sh- should drop off uh, sometime this year, but I- I'm Have you guys I'm contacted if- the creditors about that? Because, I mean, that's basically like a level of identity theft of her mom doing that. Right. Uh, so we have, but the the issue is that um, uh, my wife, she received like, so one of them was for like a computer. One of them was for some items that are like some clothing items that her mom gave to her. So because she received like benefit from it, then Mm. they, um, yeah, they said that there wasn't much we could do as far as disputing it. And it's obviously there's a, there's a whole tense relationship there component as well. Right. Um, So I was just wondering what our options are to lower that interest rate while we focus on the car um, like is consolidation even possible in this situation or what you would, what your advice would be? Yeah, it's a great question because usually with debt consolidation for majority of people, we kind of, sh- we shy against it because it, because what happens is, is it's like, you know, you're not going to be able to uh, change your behavior because people mm-hmm. are, they work at the math issue, right? So, but for you guys, the one type of debt we do say to consolidate that we're okay with is actually student loans because you're more than likely not going to go back into student loan debt, right? So the, the the issue of fixing the behavior is a big part of winning with money long-term. And debt consolidation ends up just trying to fix the math of it and not the behavior. But for you guys in this situation, um, 
it would it would it might actually be an option to go and look to say okay if we consolidate these because the interest rate is completely out of control and it keeps growing with these private student loans um so you you can again i i want to say out loud though the caution is is that this isn't going to fix your life right i mean the idea that you consolidate debt a lot of people think well that's that's the fix and that's going to make it okay but still the hard work and sacrificing lifestyle, taking on an extra job, doing the things you have to do to get above this debt and pay it off is still at play. So math isn't always the, the problem. But I but in your situation, Nathan, I, I I see where math is the problem. I mean, that's it's an insane interest rate. But you know, even even credit cards, like they're up to this this type of interest rate mm-hmm. too right now with inflation. So um so if you I mean if you if you guys wanted to it's something you could look into, but the problem is, is it's not going to go away. The debt is still going to be there. So I still right. want that intensity from you and your wife to continue on, um, even if it's just kind of shuffling around interest rates and debt. But it may give you a little bit of breathing room uh, month to month, like you're saying, because it continues to go up. And you're saying it's going up like 2% a month? Uh, 0.25%. Oh, 0.25. A month. Oh my gosh, I thought um, you said 2.5. Yeah. And part, I was like, oh, that's not, that's not right. Yeah. Uh, I would be probably dead of a heart attack. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, Nathan, honestly, at this point, I think looking at your income and you guys saying, hey, for a season, what does it look like to up that income, live on nothing, which I mean, you guys are doing, I mean, you're $48,000 with a family. Do you guys have kids? Yeah, two kids. Okay. Yeah. Three and under. So, yeah. So, you're feeling your wife doesn't work. Mm -hmm, Correct. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, for the season, Nathan, I really, I would encourage you to to look to say we were just talking about side hustles in the last segment with with Ken Coleman and what you can do to get that income up to pay this off because again you can go I mean if you get off the call and go and consolidate you know there's that's not that's not the, a wrong thing to do but it doesn't fix the problem and that's what ends up happening with debt consolidation so often is people think it's the fix and it's not you're the fix you and your wife are you know you guys are the ones that are able to fix this problem not math so right. so again if it's something that you want to look into you can um, but you guys have a you have a you have a journey ahead of you. Have you paid off any debt uh, so far besides the numbers you just gave me? Yeah, we have paid off about twenty two thousand uh, worth of debt since we got married. Oh wow, uh, awesome! Congratulations, that's awesome. So you guys are on this you're on this journey. You know what it feels like to win. So mm-hmm. yeah, with these last two debts, if you want to do it, um, yeah, again, you can. But the secret sauce is you guys and and what you've right. already accomplished so far. So I just want to encourage you on that. Um, again, it's not the easy way out, but if it helps you with the math and the interest rates right now while things continue to rise, uh, you can look into it. But you guys are it. The people that get out of debt and choose to choose this path, they're the ones that end up uh, being the heroes of their own story. So thanks, Nathan, so much for the call. And thank you, America. Thanks to all the guys in the booth as we host this show I'm hosting this show solo today. Thank you, America. Again, 888-825-5225. Call in. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.